Welcome to the Crystal Says Let's Chat You and Me podcast, where every conversation is honest, inspiring, humorous, sometimes controversial, but always what you want to talk about. Your host is Crystal Haynes, a Christian author, speaker, and consultant. Join the conversation as she speaks on life, love, and everything in between. Let's listen in. What are we chatting about today? Hello, my loves. Welcome to this episode. This episode, I'm going to get a little personal with you guys and gals. As you can see, the title is called Me Versus Me. We're going to be talking about a little thing called self-sabotage. We all do it in some way, shape, or form. One way or the other, we're going to do something that's not to our benefit And it would be of no one's fault but our own. Let's get into it. So I think back to the many times I think about this podcast personally. I think about all of the things I don't have for the podcast. I think about all the struggles that I face with producing this podcast. Like environment. (laughs) What? I cannot control, you know, surrounding sounds. I can do my very best to limit that. I can do um, all I can to get the right type of equipment as budgets allow, um, out of my own pocket, as budgets allow to give you great sound, you know, because I know it's more than content, although... I personally believe, and I've heard from you all, that the content is great. I also want the sound to be great. So I do my best in what I can do um, when it comes to the production of it, um, how I can learn best to do some editing. But always, as I promise, to keep it real and raw because that is how you all like it. And I love it. So I I do my best with that as well. I think about, no, I think about the content. I think about what guest I can bring on. Uh, I think about what you might want to hear, what platforms you might want it on. Um, Do you still want to hear from me? Do you want to see me? Do you, all these different thoughts range in my head. And then I think about where I am and where I can produce it and the the times have changed and so options have changed now we're virtual and sometimes the places you are in are not conducive to what you would like to do and that is where I find myself many a time I have to push my recording further down in my schedule because my surroundings don't allow for clear, crisp recording. I have to pick and choose when and where I'm able to do this. And since it's important to me to keep going, I have to constantly silence the voice in my head that tells me you're not doing good enough. Remember when people complained. Remember when people criticized, 
you are criticizing yourself. So you must be right on that. Who else knows you best but you? So if you don't think that this is good and that you should keep going, then maybe you should quit. Now listen, at some point, thank God for the light bulb that goes off. That proverbial light bulb that, you know, ding, right above your head that goes off, tells you, wait a minute, that voice, that voice doesn't come from God. That voice is not even fully you. That is all the negatives that are being projected and you're accepting it as though it's real. No, what's real is the thing that you're actually doing. What's real is the moment that you fight against the noise and say, I'm going to do this anyway. How it comes out after I've given my very best, that's how it comes out and I'm going to present it. What can happen from there? I can only improve. Right? Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you don't improve. But whose fault would that be? It could only be your own. It could only be my own if I don't improve. That means I'm not taking the constructive criticisms. I'm not taking the suggestions and even questions on what could be next. I'm not taking that next step that is terrifying because I'm thinking, hey, my name is not big. No one's going to want to listen to what I have to say. No one's going to want to pay me for what I have to say. No one, no one, no one, no one. But you know what? No one can also stop me when I decide I am going against all odds. I am going to do this. And that's what I want to talk to you about. What has been in your head telling you that you can't, you shouldn't, you won't, it's not great. Tell it. Shut up. Sorry if I hurt your eardrums at that moment, but I really wanted to get it past any roadblocks in your ears, in your head, and in your heart. We are much more than the sum total of our circumstances. And that includes the people around us and who have been in our lives, whether it be teachers, parents, family, and so-called friends. It doesn't matter what they have said that was negative. We have the option to hear it and then dismiss it. That is the homework we have. We hear, we acknowledge, we test it for truth. If it fails the litmus test of truth, we dismiss it. If it passes the litmus test of truth, We take it and then we see what we can learn from it and how to better ourselves and use it to propel us forward. Because at the end of the day, the only one stopping you is you, my darling, my dear. I don't know. Maybe you've seen it on social media. The picture of a a horse, right? And there's a carrot in front of the horse. They're dangling this carrot in front of the horse. It's pretty close right? To the horse. But the horse doesn't move to get the carrot. And if you look at the total picture, you'll start to understand why the horse isn't moving. Because the horse thinks that he or she is tethered to a rope or or, or something, a harness that is holding them back and they can only go but as far as they have been. 
But if you look, the rope is tied to nothing. So that horse has all the mobility it needs to go after and get that carrot. It just doesn't realize that. So here we are not realizing that there's nothing tethering us. All the comments, all the negativity, all the negative self-talk, those are the ropes that have been around us, even around our necks. But it can only be tethered to what we tie it to. So I encourage you to untie the rope because as long as you leave it tied, you're stuck and you can't go for your carrot. I am currently working on untying all of them ropes, baby. Every single one of them. And throughout this uh, season of the podcast, I have been a heavy promoter of counseling. I think that everyone should get counseling. It's not only for emergencies. It's not a Band-Aid for when you get cut. Counseling is very normal. We do it on a daily basis when we talk to our friends and when we're having our little powwow sessions. Um, We're having those moments that we just want to vent. We want to talk. What do you think those are? Those are unlicensed therapy sessions. Those are needed. But the ones that we all need are the ones that are trained to hear, to pull out, and to help you see what you have been missing all along. So I've been enjoying my sessions with my counselor because I realized that there were some things that I needed to unburden so that I can be a better person for me, for God's kingdom, for you, for this world. Because if I want to make an impact, I've got to let go of what's impacted me negatively. So this is where we stand. This is where we stand. Are you going to hold yourself back because of the words of someone else? Are you going to hold yourself back because you don't have the money to do the thing that you are estimating you'll need all the money for? Listen, if you want to have a multi-billion dollar company, but you think you cannot start it, you cannot get it going, or you'll never have it because you don't have any money today, well, my dear, you will never have that company. Because why? You didn't start it with the dollar you did possess. How do you think money accumulates? You use the little to get the lot. We know the saying of closed mouths don't get fed. Uh, you have to have skin in the game. All of the, all of the sayings. But you know what? It's true. You need to be able to be comfortable and uncomfortable to invest in yourself meaning invest in the idea you have. You don't have much money. You don't have much capital nor asset. But what you do have is that idea. And what you do have is some means to get that idea pushed forward. So let's say you want to start a t-shirt business, right? Okay. 
You have a paper and you have a pencil. Sketch some ideas. The things that you want to put on your t-shirts. You have Google, okay? If you have a phone, then you have the internet. You can Google so many different places that will make t-shirts for you. And they would cost you nothing. You only allow the company to then take a percentage from what you've earned. There are so many different ways if you'd only but look. So it comes down to, do you want to silence the negativity? Do you want to do the homework, the footwork, the hard things to get you where you want to be? Or do you just want to have the excuse of not being able to and you want the hugs and the pity party? I don't want to sound harsh. I'm not being harsh. I want to bring to you, as I promised, all the realities that we face that sometimes the closest ones to us don't want to bring to us. This is where we are. If you know me and you're listening right now, the moments I have those pity parties, yes, please allow me to finish because sometimes it's just a, a matter of venting. But then at the end, encourage, encourage to keep going, encourage to proceed and 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 live out the dreams that you have it may not even be a dream for a business it may just be wanting to break generational curses and you think that you're just not the one to be able to do it you've come from broken families so it seems to have perpetuated and kept going and You see yourself and the choices you've made and the relationships that you've been in or not been in, and you just expect, this is my life, this is the lot, this is how our family is, and then you've decided to accept that. Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to accept it whatsoever. You can be that one who says no. This is not what we have to do. This is not what our family has to offer. I've been in this family. I see that we have these talents and this love for one another. But we fall short of meeting relationship type goals. And I'm not only talking about man and woman in love goals. I'm talking about parent and child, sibling um aunts and uncles. That's what I'm talking. I'm talking about the whole lot. It starts with healthy minds, healthy hearts, healing. It starts there. Counseling will help you to see these things. So here I am again telling you, counseling works. It helps you to see what you've been hiding from, what has not been visible to you before, what you might have suspected but wasn't quite sure or didn't know there was a name for what was happening, you now get to have that outside person give you a detailed, pointed look and help you to see what you've been missing. They have nothing to lose. They have no skin in the game. So 
They don't have to hold anything back. And that's the beauty of it. And you have nothing to lose because you owe them nothing. All of it rides on what you owe yourself. What you owe yourself is that healing. Is to speak good over you. Is to love yourself. How could we hate ourselves when God loves us so completely? I think that's one of the greatest insults to God. Because he loves us with a love so profound we can't fathom it, understand it, nor do we deserve that love. Truly, if we understand who God is, just a touch of who God is, we would see that we have done nothing deserving of it as a human race. As a human race, we are very messed up. <laughs> Look around the world today. You will see that. I, I'm not saying anything brand new. We are totally messed up, but yet he loves us so completely, so completely that it blows my mind daily. How then can I acknowledge that he loves me with a love that blows my mind, yet hate myself in my actions and my words and my decision to not take actions in, in places where I should take action? I think that's an insult to God. So I owe it to God to love me but how do I do that first I seek him I endeavor to live for him and this is me talking personally I am not forcing anything on anyone I'm just sharing my experiences and my thoughts with you but I seek him. I seek God. I tell him all my dirt. And I've got dirt. Okay? I know I'm a hot, steaming mess. But that blows my mind even more to know that though I am who I am, he loves me so completely. And because he is more than enough, I can be enough. I am loved and accepted. I am whole. I am not the lies that people have said. I am not worthy of the spit that the racist Caucasian elderly lady sent in my direction when I was a little girl. I am not deserving of that because I have a savior who died for me. And he rose for me to seal my fate for all good things. I deserve to give my best. I deserve to never, ever quit. I deserve to heal from every single trauma known and unknown to me because sometimes there are trauma that we hide subconsciously. We don't even know that they exist because our bodies went into fight or flight and it decided, I'm going to hide this from you 
so that you can function daily. And we don't even know that it's because of that underlying thing that we can't remember right off the top of our heads that has been shaping the decisions and the actions we have made, the things we have said, the choices of people we decide to be with and be around and give our love to. Look, I don't mean to start a whole new topic with you, but take it from me. I hurt for so many years, so much deep-rooted pain and anguish was in me. I felt as though I was unlovable, unwanted. I don't even want to cry on this episode, but it's happening. Unloved, unneeded, unappreciated for anything I've done and who I've been. But God, he stepped in and as weird as this is going to sound, he gave me 2020. (laughs) It was in 2020 when the world was turned on its head. So was I. And because I was upside down, that gave opportunity for a lot of mess to get shaken out of me. And now as it lay on the floor, I can put my hands to it and move the pieces like a puzzle and begin to see what was shaping my thoughts, what was being toxic in my life and who was being toxic in my life. And some of those pictures, I was the one being toxic to my own self because of the things that I've kept inside, that I let fester and I held back. But no more. Granted, this is the case. It's a journey. So me versus me, I look at myself in the mirror, as I've said to you guys many a time, and I speak to myself. I make eye contact with myself, especially on the days when I feel less than. I feel opposite of what people tell me. I don't feel pretty. I don't feel smart. I don't feel deserving. I don't feel good. I look in the mirror or if I have my phone and there's no mirror around, put that selfie camera on and I tell myself, do not believe the lie. You are loved. And sometimes these words come through tears. I am loved. I am whole because Christ made me whole. I can cry and still be strong. There is nothing wrong with being strong. I want to bring attention to that. I know that many a time we have a problem with being called a strong woman or in my case, a strong black woman. This is a definite whole other topic, but I have no problem with being a strong Black woman, as long as it's also recognized that I am a soft Black woman, that I am delicate as much as I am fierce. I am multifaceted and complex the way God made me. So don't just see one part, see the total of me. And no, 
It's no one's responsibility to recognize all of those things. You know whose responsibility it is? It's mine. It is mine. It is my responsibility to recognize all those beautiful things about me. I am delicate. I am strong. I am loud. I am quiet. I am outspoken. I am smart. I am flawed. (laughs) But my smile will brighten a room. My laugh will float on air and it will lighten hearts. My embrace softens the grieving, hardened heart. I am more than the total of my feeling in the moment. And that's the beauty of feeling. And that's the beauty of knowing that happiness is only circumstantial. But joy, that does not depend on circumstance. And it's that joy that Christ gave to me. The one that the world did not give me, so the world can't take it away. That simply means that I have something that was supernaturally given to me by the creator of this world, by my redeemer, that nothing created can take from me. Nothing that exists within time and space can remove it because it didn't bring it. It didn't create it. So that alone is enough for me to know that me versus me The me that looks up to God, that's the me that wins. And I hope for you, that will be the you that wins. I love you so much. Please, win. Thanks for tuning in. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, like, comment, and share. Remember, you can find us everywhere podcasts are streamed. Post your comments and your topic requests on crystalsays.com or on Instagram at the Let's Chat Podcast. Don't be shy. Let's chat. You and me.